Hi, everyone, and welcome into episode number 54 of the Building Up Podcast. We record this podcast as part of the Bible teaching ministry of Agape Church in Pinson, Alabama. I'm David McConnell, the lead pastor of Agape, and I thank you guys for being with us today. In episode number 54, we're answering some questions sent in by a listener of this podcast. Both of these questions revolve around dealing with family relationships. So here they are. Should adult children want equal respect from their parents? After all, they're still your elders, but now you're an adult as well. Followed up by, is it wrong to detach from parents or other family that strain your own marriage and family? Now, when my wife and I do pre-marriage counseling with uh, engaged couples, we always spend a full session talking on how to navigate moving away from your family of origin in order to establish your new family unit. Whether that is as simple as deciding what Christmas Day traditions you will observe or dealing with more difficult issues of intrusiveness by well-meaning parents or grandparents. And now that I'm uh, in a season where I can see on the horizon a time where my oldest children will be leaving our home and forming their own families and routines, I I can see the other side of this issue. And honestly, I understand maybe a little bit more why parents sometimes find it difficult to really release their children to their own path. So I want to tackle these questions as, as biblically as possible. Most of us know that we have a command in the Bible repeated both in the Old Testament and the New Testament. Honor your father and mother. This is in Exodus 20.12 as well as Ephesians 6.2. Now, you can listen to a recent episode of the podcast, episode number 51, where we go further into the differences between honor and respect. But for this podcast, we're primarily going to deal with honor as Scripture tells us. And honor means to treat someone as valuable or to consider them with a fixed or unchanging worth. So we hold someone in honor primarily because of their position in our life, not necessarily because of their actions. We can treat someone as valuable even if they're not acting honorably. And as children, this is how we're supposed to relate to our parents. We're to honor them. Now, when we're younger, when we're under their care, we honor them primarily through obedience. That's what Paul instructed children to do in Ephesians 6.1. But as adults, the command to obey your parents changes. Uh, Genesis 2.24 describes that in a marriage... A man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. Now, leave in the original language literally means to be freed. (laughs) Now, I, I don't know that that means freedom as in a joyful release from prison, but it does mean to be freed from the oversight of your parents in order to be joined together in marriage under the oversight of God. You're moving from one position there to another. Now, I don't think this means that adult children uh, do not have responsibility to their parents. I, I think the command to honor your parents is always in place. But the way that we honor our parents when we are older and when we're on our own or we're in our own marriages, 
is going to change. It's not the same as when we were kids. Honor is now shown in other ways. Maybe it's by making and spending appropriate time with them. Maybe it's by showing them love or serving them. Maybe it's by treating them well and caring for them in their older age. Or maybe it's simply by seeking and listening to their advice as our elders, as people who've walked roads of life that, um, that, that we're about to start walking down. But I don't think obedience is required any longer. Uh, and, and, and so because of that, I think there must be an understanding of the parents that the family dynamic has changed. And so uh, what were instructions to be obeyed when our kids were younger now must become loving and wise counsel that we give in humility. And we ultimately let our adult children make their own decisions. And, and especially when these family members are Christians, the Bible calls us to mutual submission to one another out of reverence for Christ, Ephesians 5.21. So I think children should always honor their parents as their parents, but parents should respect their children when they grow up as adults, as people that have been trained and raised up in our home so that they can now leave and make their own life in Christ and be subject to him and to his leading. Now, this mutual submission, this mutual respect that we are called to is not something that we can demand from one another. And as adult children, we cannot always make our parents respect the boundaries of our new family. Hopefully, this is something that we can work through over time with prayer and patience. But I will say, as a pastor, I have seen some rather extreme cases where parents acted so intrusively into their adult children's lives and marriages that it actually threatened the well-being of that marriage. And, and so, yes, in that case, it sometimes takes rather strong actions done in love to protect your own family. But I, I, I do think there are a series of diagnostic questions that we should ask ourselves before we get to the point of detachment. It's not to say that it doesn't need to happen, but it, it is to say that we need to make sure we've thought through this very thoroughly and that we are acting in a way that pleases the Lord. So here's an example of some questions that we could ask ourselves. Three uh, questions to follow. Number one, assuming that your adult parents are believers, we can ask this diagnostic question. Has the conflict been handled biblically? Now, Ephesians 4.15 tells us that we should speak the truth in love. Because by speaking the truth in love, we will grow up in every way into Christ. So the Bible says one of the ways that we mature and grow spiritually is through truth in love dialogue. And, and just remember that spiritual growth is not based on age. So our parents need to grow spiritually as much as adult children need to grow spiritually. So... If you find yourself in this place, have you spoken to your parents about the conflict, about your concerns in a very clear and very concise way, lovingly and with grace? What we need to be careful of is that we don't run to detachment as an avoidance mechanism. Sometimes 
we just don't want to have the hard conversations, but the Bible calls us to, to have those rather hard conversations, truth in love, and, and see if the Spirit of God will work through those. We're also told in Ephesians 4, verses 2 and 3, that we're to live with one another in humility and gentleness. And with patience, we should bear with one another in love and be very eager to maintain unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. So again, another question we can ask is, have you given an appropriate amount of time to allow the Lord to work through some of these truth and love conversations and to bring about some heart change? Uh, sometimes we we want that overnight change or that overnight transformation after we've had a, a difficult conversation. And it could happen, but likely we we may have to give it some time and some patience in the Lord and allow the Lord to work through that. Another diagnostic question is to, to ask ourselves, have we involved some other wise parties in the situation to try and bring about some type of resolution? Now, we, we have to be very careful here to avoid gossip and division and, and make things worse. But if you've spoken truthfully to this intrusive family member, whoever they are, and, and in love, you've given some time for the Lord to work, but, but we're still not seeing a change. Is there someone else that is close to the parties involved who might be willing to speak into the situation and give help? Proverbs teaches that plans are established by counsel and wise guidance. So getting some other input can help us see maybe our own blind spots or, or even mediate a solution between us and our parents or whoever the family member is. And then a third and final diagnostic question or set of questions is, could you put up some wise constraints instead of detachment? So, so again, Proverbs teaches us that it is from good sense that we are slow to anger, and it's a glorious thing to overlook an offense. So perhaps there are certain actions and offenses from our adult parents that we can just overlook. Maybe we need to ask, is what they're doing truly harmful or is it just annoying? Now, if it's very harmful and we need some space, then maybe it's possible that we can start by just limiting how much access they have into our lives. I've counseled before with uh, an adult um, whose parent was continually calling them throughout the day in an intrusive manner. And I simply counseled them, you don't have to answer the phone every time they call. It, it's not dishonoring. Um, you're not in a place in your life where you have to answer that phone call, especially if you know that it may lead to some type of difficulty. It's okay to build in some space. Or maybe you need to tell your parent that there are certain topics of conversation that you just don't want to have with them and stick to it, especially if it's an area of conversation where there is continual fighting or disagreement. Sometimes the way you honor an adult parent is simply by refusing to argue with them. Um, or you need to um, honor them by not listening to them be critical. If they're constantly critical of you and that criticality is stirring up bitterness in you, then the best thing you could do is to not listen to it. And so 
it would be appropriate to tell your parent, look, if you start down this road, if you began to say these things, I love you, but I'm going to remove myself from the conversation because this isn't healthy for either one of us. Of course, there may come a time where detachment is necessary, at least for a, a short period of time. And and if that happens, I, I think it would happen because you've tried the truth and love conversations. You've tried to involve some other wise parties. You've tried to put in some wise constraints and even limit certain aspects of the relationship, but it's still just not getting better. And the harm that is 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 there for your current family or marriage is obvious. And so it may be that you need to detach for a while. I would suggest this be done in counsel with a trusted spiritual mentor, with a pastor. And and if you do have to do this, I think, if possible, it should only be for a season, trying to give them room for refreshment through repentance. Remember that God is a God of reconciliation, and He has given His church the ministry of reconciliation. So we want to be eager for that. Even if we have to detach from someone for a while, we want to be eager to be reconciled. We want to see a solution to the problem. That's what our aim is. So I know these these issues could be very difficult. These are some uh, some tough waters to to navigate ourselves through. Um, but we can pray and ask for the Holy Spirit to give us guidance and trust that He will. If you uh, are, are going through a, a situation that's similar to this uh, and you would like to ask for some personal advice or just some follow-up questions to this podcast, please use the email address that you're about to hear on the outro, and I would love to interact with you on that. Um, if you feel this podcast episode or this podcast in general would be helpful to people, please share it either on social media or by word of mouth. We would love for you to do that. Until next time, church, let's continue to rely on Jesus together. Thank you for being with us today. Grace and peace to your family. Thank you for listening to the Building Up Podcast. If you have a question about today's episode or if you would like to suggest a topic for the future, please email us at buildingup@agapepinson.com. To subscribe to this podcast, simply search for Building Up from Agape Church in your favorite podcast app. Or you can watch the video format by visiting us online at agapepinson.com. Music